Welcome to the Stick and Mortar Show. I'm Zach. I'm John. John, I just went to the baseball's home opener, which happened to be the Cubs versus the, the Cardinals. baseballs. The baseballs, yeah. Major League Baseballs. Yeah. Today, April fifth, Sunday, seven o'clock is the opener for the Chicago Cubs baseball game, and I am lucky enough to be going thanks to the generosity of my friends Paul and John. I'm walking up world-famous Sheffield Street, and in about three blocks I will hit the holy ground, Wrigley Field itself. Well, here I am at opening day. I'm walking down the stairs. I see my seat. It's right by the bullpen of the Cardinals. I'm sitting down. I could actually put my beer right here on top of the wall, but I don't think they'll let me do that. But where are all the other people? I thought it would be crowded and people would be here early for opening day. Uh, hello, excuse me. Uh, Susan, these are my seats. Excuse are me. You, are you in 10? Yeah, yes, I have this is ten, I have this ticket for the baseball game. I'm supposed to be in seat 10. I see you're wearing a Cardinals uniform. Oh, yes, I found that this was the closest thing to a roast pheasant. Well, good luck today. Oh, thank you. I'm not exactly rooting for the Cardinals so much as I am expecting everybody to be stuffed into an oven and chop their heads off. Well, that sounds great. I'm Zach. Oh, I'm Jian. Jian. That's an interesting name. Jian Vanderfuss. And are you expecting anybody else to join you today? Well, I think so. I bought a lot of tickets online, and so I didn't know how many to buy, so I was just sort of handing them out around the street. I got one person to give me 25 bucks and a handjob for it. Jian? What? I like a handjob just as much as the next lady. Typical Cardinal fan. Well, I'm not really a Cardinal. They didn't have Duck All Orange as a team. Excellent. The Orange Ducks. I'd root for them. So this is the first time I've seen you here. Oh, well, this is my first time at a baseball game. I thought I was buying an airline ticket for Cape Cod. <laughs> you took a wrong turn somewhere, GN. I was on this website called Stub StubHub, and I thought, well, well, let's all I'll get on a stubby little nose plane, fly to the East Coast hub of Kit Cod. Then I wound up here at some sort of baseball scrimmage. Well, the thing I'm looking forward to most of all today is it's been about six months since I've had a hot dog at the ballpark. A hot dog? I have a great recipe for a hot dog. What is it? Well, basically you take a hot dog out of the package and you sprinkle olive oil, salt, and pepper all over it so it looks like it's been dropped on the floor. Then you chop it up and give it to little kids. Is there a name for this recipe? Yes, Dirty Dog. (laughs) I like it. I don't think I'm going to be ordering that today, but I know one thing. I'm not going to be ordering the Buffalo Dog. Buffalo Dog? Well, I assume that's made of some sort of meat that you get from a buffalo, but I haven't seen buffalo around here. (laughs) My throat is parched. I could use one of those beers. Excuse me, beer vendor. Yeah, what do you want? I'd love to have sort of a... um, Do you have a uh, Le Fin du Monde or a European Pilsner? We got old style. Well, okay, if you mean old style, meaning the German purity laws, with it was made in 
Bavaria? Sure, I'll take it. Got me $18.50. Excuse me, Zach, can I borrow $18.50? Uh, Gian, I just met you. I'll give you six bucks. Okay, we'll need to find some other people to help buy me this beer. Who's this? Who's this young man? Hi. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, I'm in seat. I'm in seat nine, I think. Oh, sorry. Oh. Sorry. Excuse me. Yeah. Thank you. God. Ugh. Look at that stupid jumbo screen. It's ridiculous. Everyone thinks it's high def. It's not. It's like 150 pixels per inch. It's ridiculous. No one else notices. I like it. You like this? They Great. showed Ernie's 500th homer just before you got here. I saw those graphics. God, where does he get a vector match from? Pixelated.com. <laughs> Have you seen the other Jumbotrons around the league? They're not nearly as good as this one. Chub, bro. I see them all the time. Got a Tumblr blog. It's just Jumbo screens. How big do you think that one is? This one's ridiculous. This one's only 1,800,000 pixels. 180,000 pixels. It's ridiculous. I've been down to this uh, Tennessee place. They have like, you know, anywhere from 2 to 3 million pixels up there. I don't understand who's making these graphics. It's ridiculous. Are you a tech guy? Yeah. Yeah. I wish I wasn't. All day I can email some idiots. Did the Cubs email you? Yeah, right. Like they got time for that. I don't have time for 35,000 people to be emailing me because they can't open a document. Learn how to send an attachment. Jesus. Do you happen to have 1275 on you? Uh, that what? I could borrow? No, God. Welcome to the 21st century. Just use PayPal or Venmo or something. Don't, don't you have a credit card? I I do, but the beer guy doesn't like it. Learn how to Apple Pay. God. What is this, like medieval times? That's a great idea. I'm going to send that suggestion to the Ricketts. The Ricketts? The Ricketts. The guys who bought the jumbo truck. Oh, yes, I knew them. I met them at a uh, Cape Cod event. (laughs) We were all having the bison burgers, similar to your buffalo dogs. And the Ricketts were telling me they have a lot of Lonnie, is that his name? Yeah. Lionel? Lonnie Ricketts? Charming fellow. And what were they serving there besides buffalo dogs? Well, I can't tell you. Some of the things were a little more private. There was a lot of sucking of things down, sucking down dogs, if you know what I mean. Gian, I think Tech Guy has a suggestion for yeah, you how just to use, pay for your beer. Just use Apple Pay or something, or Venmo, or like get on PayPal. Or like Chase Quick Pay, if that's your thing. Jeez. Or just take a picture of a dollar with your phone, send me a screen capture of that, then I can pixelate it, I can send it through HIMO, and then I can get you a barcode of a dollar. God. It's like I'm like living in the Renaissance here. Bad kind. No one knows how to do anything. You guys still haven't paid for this beer. <laughs> Our vendor's getting impatient. Yeah, okay. That's enough of your hijinks. You're all out of here. All of you get out of the stadium.
They have some big improvements to Wrigley Field. They have the huge Jumbotron, right? The huge Jumbotron has amazing resolution. And so one of the first things they showed was our Ernie Banks video? They did. They showed a video of his 500th home run. Oh, wow. That was great. And was then, that in the 60s? It was 1969, I believe, 68 or 69. Okay. Yeah, I remember when I was in fifth grade, uh-huh. Ernie Banks had 499 home runs just about on the last day of school. Mm-hmm. And since the game started at 120, and he hit his home run during the game, it must have been about the time that school was ending, but one of our fifth grade girls who was a huge Cub fan named Julie Paskind ran through the hall saying, Ernie hit his 500th, Ernie hit his 500th. <laughs> uh-huh. And to the school's credit, they canceled the rest of the school day. Wow. So we could all celebrate. That's how important it was to Chicago. Wow. That but Banks his there may have only run. been three minutes left of school for all I know. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, as a fifth grader, I don't remember. I just remember the commotion and the joy everybody had yeah. that our favorite Cub, Ernie Banks, mm-hmm. had hit his 500th home run. I remember my dad talking about uh, Hank uh, Greenberg was uh, a slugger for the Detroit Tigers back in the late 30s, and he had a opportunity to surpass um, uh, Babe Ruth's home run record with like maybe three weeks to go. But because he was Jewish, none of the teacher, uh, none of the pitchers were uh, pitching to him the last uh, few games because they didn't want a Jew to have the record. Anyway, but my dad always said that, like, what were they – he was talking with his buddies. What were they going to do if he had the record in school? And this was – I think it might have actually been during World War II that this was going on. So, like, if you were a 13-year-old, you were king of town. Because oh, yeah. pretty much anyone older was, was, gone. was gone or, like, working 60 hours a week. So I think my dad was talking about if, you know, Hank Greenberg had hit the record uh, – broken the record, whatever it was, they – would have had to cancel school out of necessity. They would have locked the doors and windows. It would have the thirteen-year-olds would have taken over. Oh yeah, you know it's everything to a kid. Oh yeah, well to a like to a Jewish kid in uh, Detroit at that time. Yeah, I imagine. I imagine that Ernie Banks made, meant so much to Chicago in the late sixties. He did because the Cubs were abysmal. He was the <laughs> only ray of light. Uh huh. Of course, they're sweet swinging Ernie. I mean, Billy Williams. I saw his statue for the first time. It used to be where the Harry Carey statue was, uh-huh. but now there's two statues there. There's Ron Santos mm-hmm. and there's Billy Williams. Okay. And of course, those were two of the players that made up the great triumvirate, which was Ron Santo, Billy Williams, and Ernie Banks. And that was, you know, the players of my youth. So, of course, they still hold. You know, godlike status to me, and they'll yeah. never be anybody better. Uh, they all passed away. I know that Rod Santo is. Billy Williams is alive. He oh, was okay. at the game. Look at that. How old is he? Don't know, but he's not young. How do you look? Great. Good. You look great. So opening day is quite a party. It was on Easter, and I think oh, the yeah, bigger holiday Sunday. was opening day. Judging by everybody dressed, there were more people mm-hmm. dressed in cub outfits than bunny outfits. Well, that's as I good. was walking to the ballpark. I mean, if Easter is your thing, then maybe you don't want to go to Wrigleyville. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and like leave your kids home alone to search for uh, Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. I'd imagine that the people who showed up for the first game of the season are big baseball fans. They are. I came up with this hype. 
with this epiphany that, you know, everybody is wearing a Cubs paraphernalia, whether it's a hat or a sure. shirt, but some people are dressed in full Cub uniforms with Cub everything on. Yeah, I have seen that. What's the name of that guy? There's a guy Woo who... Woo, Ronnie Woo Woo. Yes. He was there. <laughs> He was standing right outside of Al's Italian Beef, uh-huh. giving away hard hats as a promotion for Italian's Beef. And if you took a picture, wow! If you took a selfie with your Al's Italian Beef hard hat on and sent uh-huh. it to Facebook, you could win a hundred dollars worth of Italian beef. That's an amazing cross promotion. <laughs> Good for Ronnie Woo Woo to probably get something out of that. Woo Woo! So. Al's Beef calls up Ronnie Woo Woo and they say, listen, Ronnie Woo Woo. He's like, no, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I'll have to call you back. I'm <laughs> in the yeah. middle of some woo woo business. So then they, they call each other back and they said, we want you to give out Al's Beef hard hats. Yeah. So it said Al's Beef and Cubs on the hard hat. Just Al's Beef. Oh, okay. It was yellow it? Al's Beef. So what I did is I put the hard hat on top of my Cubs hat so I could see both. I took a selfie and I uh-huh. sent it in. And... I don't think I was one of the 20 lucky winners. They were giving away $2,000 gift certificates to Al's. Wow. So we could have had a party. You could have had a lot of beef. Yeah. You didn't wear that during the game while the game was I going on. I threw it away as soon as I took the picture. <laughs> I can imagine that would upset the person behind you that you're wearing two hats and one of them is an Al's beef hard hat. It would have. Yeah. It would have. Although the people sitting behind me were all Cardinal fans, so who cares? Oh, yeah. Well, then that's smart. Yeah. You should start a new promotion that... If you're sitting in front of the opposing team, put on as many hats as you can. And if you put on a hat of some local business and hashtag them or something and put it online, that you should be entered to win a free taco or a burger or beef. That's right. I would do that. Did you know that one of the most beautiful sights in the world is a woman wearing a Cubs jersey? I can see how you feel that way uh not being raised a cubs fan it's i can't say that it's the most beautiful thing in the world but i can imagine it's very very enticing i found myself strangely attracted to just about any woman who was wearing a cubs jersey mrs ronnie woo woo mrs ronnie woo was hot <laughs> yeah. yeah i i i, ha- I her feel- name was jaja jaja woo woo <laughs> <laughs> And she she grew up in like uh, in Eastern Europe or something, and she came over here to be a model and actress, and then she married Ronnie Woo Woo. It was her eleventh marriage. Oh yeah, well, eleven times the charm. Yeah, uh, I think that there is such a great amount of female sports paraphernalia now that it almost cheapens the the actual Cubs paraphernalia that women might wear. I mean, because I'll see all the times there's like pink. Any sports team has got a pink, you know, tummy shirt right. for the girls to wear. Or well, now they have rhinestones. Yeah. They have the logo and little speckles and right. diamonds and stuff, which I like that women are getting involved in sports, but I kind of don't like how they're cheapening the logo and the the team colors. It's sort of like anyone could be a cheerleader if they just buy the female sure. version of the jersey. Sure. I mean, I'm sure there's some guys that want the pink uh, Cubs shirt with the rhinestones. Yeah. I brought my wife home a Cubs little lingerie thing. <laughs> okay. She threw it away. Oh, that's too bad. It's too bad. That's I too told bad her she you. would have been really attractive in it, but she didn't yeah. believe me. 
Well, uh, I'm going to have to be neutral on that. Yeah, you better be neutral yeah. on that one. Um, but I think women now get their Cubs paraphernalia because they wished they wanted it and they voiced their opinion. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine them going to the games wanting to buy a T-shirt or her husband wants to buy a T-shirt. And the normal T-shirt is not built for a woman, a woman's figure. It's There's just, some other things that I think should be at the ballpark besides women's uniforms. What? Like what? Well, everyone around me was on their cell phone. Yeah. And, You're in public. You have to be on your cell phone. Right. So I was thinking there should be an app on the cell phone that's kind of like Uber beer. <laughs> like well, if, who will bring me a beer? Yeah, like yeah. who's going to bring me a beer? And then they should sort of bid for it on price. It's like, you know, I'll do it for seven bucks. I'll do it for six bucks. I'll do it for five bucks. And I'll be there in a minute. Well, that's where the ballparks get you is they regulate. Nine dollars. Yeah. A that's, beer. It's a lot for a beer. It was seven seventy five last year. Now it's nine dollars. It's a little ridiculous. It's They're trying to pay for the new bleachers. Yeah. I remember... When some stadiums wouldn't search you very hard and you could sneak in your own beer. And we'd get, you know, something like Coors Light for 60 cents a can. Yeah. And, you know, just wear those around our ankles and go in there and then we're drinking and who cares. Right. But now if they're making $9 off a beer. Even if you sneak it in, mm -hmm. they have the beer police out there looking at everybody eating. And if it's not like out of a Cubs cup or something, they're going to bust you. Well, so I think that's the drawback to the price cutting you know or Mm -hmm. undercutting but you could definitely unless they they might already have this but have like a stadium or a ballpark app where you're like i'm in row i'm in section 230 Mm -hmm. row 5 seat 110 and i'd like a beer you push a button on your app and then the vendors can see on a screen okay three people want a beer in section 230 four people want a beer in section 231 they can get you your beer faster so you don't have to get up you don't have to flag down the vendor in front of thousands of people right. looking at you, you can order your beer privately. And, and have you can do it with hot dogs, too. So if mm-hmm. if the Uber hot dog vendor gets there quick, it's not like eating a cold roll of bologna, which often happens at the baseball game. You know, that could be a way to get a third party like people involved. It's like you want maybe a pizza or fries, something they don't walk around uh-huh. with. So someone will get up. And go get you your food for a thirty cent fee. Well, I <laughs> per heard on item. the Mike and Mike show on ESPN this morning that they thought Chinese food in those little white containers would be a great thing for the ball game. You could just eat out of the container. It yeah. fits great in the tray that the vendors walk around. Yeah. And I thought that was a great idea. It is a great idea. It's just such a uh, clash of uh, cultures, like baseball and Chinese food. Yeah. People. When you think of Chinese food, you either think the leftovers in your fridge, right. or you're in that the you know the Asian inspired restaurant with. Red so leather. you know there's season tickets to the ball game. You could buy season tickets to the ball. Sure. Game. Why can't you buy season tickets to the food? <laughs> well, I think if you have like a, a clubhouse, they give you free food, right? If you yeah, have they a, do. Yeah, they do. So if I'm a season ticket holder and I'm sitting in seat 425, uh-huh. the vendor should – I should be able to pay one fee and eat all I want and drink all I want for the whole year. Well, they do have packages like that where if you – they have a family package where you can get four tickets, four soft drinks, four hot dogs, and they give them to you as a discount if you buy them in that package. Mm. But you should be able to negotiate your own beer and hot dog rates based on how many tickets you purchase. I agree. Mm-hmm. So, 
you know, those cell phones that everybody's on and talking to their friends. So I turned yeah. around and looked at the row behind me, uh-huh. and everybody's head was down texting on their cell phone while the game was going on. That's the most exciting part about being out in the world is telling your friends where you are. Right. You can't just experience something as beautiful as Wrigley Field and then go home and just privately remember it. You have to let everyone else know. So I think there should be vendors at the ballpark that sell bandwidth and sell power <laughs> for your phone. You should walk around and say, here's an hour for seven bucks. That would be good. They probably have charging stations now. That's how... They don't. They don't have charging There's stations no at Wrigley? There's no outlet underneath my seat. No. But you, that's, that's a good idea. You should get a personal charging station. Yeah. With Wi-Fi. Right. Okay. A charge and a beer. Charge and a beer. Well, a charge will probably take an hour, right? A beer you should be able to go through in 20 minutes if you're having a good time. That's right. So what else would you like to see at the ballpark that these vendors could bring to our seats? What I would like is a way, because some people I've seen in the stadiums, they'll have like old Walkman radios so they can listen to the broadcast. I'd like something that you can like stick into on your seat, like on a plane, where you can have your headphones, but you can listen to different channels right in the seat. That's a great idea. So you're like, oh, I want to listen, you know, Let's say I go to Wrigley Field, and uh-huh. this happened to me a few years ago. The Detroit Tigers were in town. Now, I could listen to the local radio station if I had a Walkman, but I don't want to hear the local. I want to hear the Detroit guys. Right. So if I just plugged in and put on Channel 3 or 4 or something on my seat, I could listen to the Detroit guys calling the game because they're right. there. Right. They're up uh, in the press box somewhere. You know, the Final Four was going on during – the week of the Cubs opener. Yeah, that's true. And it reminded me of the Duke North Carolina games mm-hmm. where the players get heckled by the other team's fans. That still goes and, on. And they do some background research on the heckling. Uh-huh. So this gave me an idea of what the vendors could sell. They could sell the underground program to the game and have all the dirt on <laughs> all the players. We used to do that uh, at my college for the hockey games. Yeah, because we were known the for being current rowdy. programs are just insipid PR pieces, and nobody yeah. really even wants to read that. But if you yeah. had the dirt on them, yeah. and on their parents, and on their brothers and their sisters, I would buy one of those. Like if TMZ put out special reports exactly. only on baseball teams, yeah. or an entire they put out a packet. Yeah, the underground program it would sell way more than the program. <laughs> it probably would, especially if they got some like pictures, some like. You know, paparazzi stuff of, oh, this this player came out of this bar at 4 in the morning the night before the game. Yeah. He was drinking lots of white Russians. I think scouts would pay for that. Yeah, they would. Well, the scouts could help. The scouts could sell information to Mm -hmm. whoever puts together the dirt packet. Are there any devices or anything that you know you're going to need at the game that just aren't available? Well, I think the stadium pal to, like, you know pee into a bag thing is perfect well. <laughs> well that exists already oh it does yeah you don't know about this i don't it's called the stadium pal and it is prevalent there are hundreds of thousands all over the country wow people have like basically a colostomy bag taped around their leg inside their pants and then they have basically a little condom with a tube and they put it over their penis and then they just pee their pants while they're watching any game it doesn't have to be baseball you know it's a football Hockey, basketball, anything, tennis, you could go. Instead of having to get up to go to the bathroom, you just go into this essentially, it's just like a catheter in a bag, and then you can just 
dump the bag later. I think it's incredibly disgusting, but yeah. some, some people who have to get up to go five or six times in a baseball game, they probably love it. They probably would. You know, I was reading today in the Wall Street Journal how, about Nord- the Bell? <laughs> how about Nordstrom's puts up little pop-up outlet stores at rock festivals. Like Nordstrom clothes? Yeah, they're just little tents for wow. women to buy clothes at. And I was thinking we could have like Nordstrom outlet vendors at the ballpark. Well, they do have clothing vendors just outside. Yeah, but but it would be better to have something a little less like natural, a little less baseball necessarily, because then people might think, "Oh, I'm at this baseball game. Maybe I want some American Apparel or some Urban Outfitters." Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I mean, why limit it to baseball stuff? There's all kinds of stuff I want, and if as long as I'm at the game, I might as well shop because there's downtime. Yeah. There's like five minutes between every at ba- every uh, side because of all the commercials. So if you know the baseball fan well. You yeah. can figure out what that sort of customer wants, what they desire besides baseball. What do they want? Who well, are these people? So they figured out that they want hot dogs and that they want beer, and then they want baseball hats and T-shirts with the baseball with the logo on them and the name of your team. But what else do sports fans really like? They should have dating for sports fans. They should have that on the field, like if <laughs> they like. <laughs> Like speed dating in between innings. Exactly. Okay. They have the kiss cam. Have you ever seen the kiss cam? At yeah. The, well, sometimes they'll do that. And it's just two people sitting next to each other. They don't know each other. And I've seen people be like, what? Kiss this person? I'm on TV. And everyone's cheering, kiss him, kiss him. And they're like, no. I don't know this person. Or it's like a brother and How sister. How about speed dating at the ballpark? That's what I'm suggesting. Yeah. Like you could do like a Tinder app where you could see the yeah. picture of the person and go uh-huh. sit next to him or take him for a hot dog or a beer. And if yeah. you like him. Then the other, we could have a condom vendor with like <laughs> logoed condoms. Sure. I'm sure that people can get their condoms if their speed dating event at the baseball stadium goes well. Yeah, it should be a package. Yeah, let's just say, you know, the fourth inning at the baseball game, come to this part of the stadium yeah. and meet some other uh, sports fans. Maybe you'll get to second base. <laughs> That's the tagline. <laughs> Of course, my guess is it'll probably be about five guys to every lady who shows up. I think that would be a good uh, between-inning little contest. The woman uh-huh. would run around and stop at the base that she thinks she could go to with this guy. Well, she can go as far as she wants. The guys probably aren't going to... Guys the, are going to hit homers. Yeah. Well, the guys are going to try. They're going to swing for the fences. Yeah. But the ladies are the first base coaches. Oh, and they get to throw him out at whatever base <laughs> he gets to. You're out of here! <laughs> There's no way I'm dating you! I thought it was safe! Now get out of here! John, I think it's time that we buy a minor league team and try sure. these ideas. Uh-huh. And if they go big, we should buy a major league team. I vote we buy the Kalamazoo Kings. That's one of my favorite cities. Well, they're one of my favorite minor league baseball teams. I know the Tennessee Smokies are the Cubs minor league team in Tennessee. Is that single A? Yes. Okay. I don't know. For well, we got some good ideas today. We got some good ideas. Well, take me out to the ball game. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. I'm Zach. <laughs> that actually rhymed. <laughs> I'm John. Thanks for tuning into the Stick and Mortar Show. 
Check out stickandmortar.com for all of our podcasts. Like us on Facebook. And now check us out on iTunes. Can I download our stuff on iTunes? You can download all of our podcasts if you go to iTunes and check out Stick and Mortar. I'm going to do that and listen to us. Okay, Zach. Well, you're our number one fan right now. Fantastic. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.